Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Feels Like Weezer, the podcast where we talk about Weezer, uh, every song, track by track. Uh, and today we are on episode, or, uh, song five. I'm Zach Fracking Smith. You can follow me at The Informal Log on Twitter. And I'm Eric Nash uh, of Watch My Minute. All right. And like I said, today we are talking about uh, song five on the Blue Album, Undone. sweater song of course i i have always known it as the sweater song like oh, i've never called yeah. it undone so hmm. this has been a an interesting thing for me so uh what'd you think eric what was your uh what was your impression of it oh well um i mean it, <laughs> it's it's uh not to give away too much for our uh ratings late late in the show but i mean boy this is this is just a big one for me i mean it's <laughs> It's got it all. It's got. It's even got this. Uh, you know, this the, the, the talking. First off, I mean, I mean, you do have a little bit of a drum. A very. It's a very, very unusual, seem seemingly to me, a pattern. But uh, and and then a little guitar kicks in. But then that this the the the, the talking, the non singing, that's uh, mm-hmm. done here. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, and 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 they do that live too you know they they oh do they yeah uh i've, I've seen some I've, I've seen some footage i don't know if they do it necessarily every time but and especially especially early on i would say i don't know maybe they don't do it uh lately but the clips i've seen from early on yeah go. it's it's a it's a cool little song yeah. um you know it you kind of it, it's a thinker too um you know when you kind of get down to the down to the lyrics and everything but um overall i i think it's i think it's a good song um you know it's uh like i said the time like well i guess like you said the the talking bit on it i think that that's like the first time i had heard something like that and i thought like whoa this is awesome (laughs) you know high school me my mind was blown but um you know i it now i mean i think i think it's pretty cool um, you know, you've got the, you can definitely relate a lot. Um, and by you, I mean the general, you like me specifically, yeah. like going through, um, college and, right. um, going to parties you really didn't want to go to. <laughs> and so you've got that happy friend talking to a sad friend and, mm-hmm. you know, um, uh, you can kind of tell which is which, um, in the song. So, yeah, well, I mean, in this, in this happy friend, I mean, he's, it's, it's very much this you know, almost, you know, whether, whether it's coming out, it's coming out of the, especially like say the late eighties, um, where, where youth culture was being, what was, was being kind of, I think made fun of a, a good bit. I mean, you had way back, even in the early eighties with, um, with a, um, a related to my other podcast, um, um, almost famous, uh, written by Cameron Crowe, the, uh, the movie, uh, fast times at Ridgemont high. Um, right. Yep. You know, where, where you got, uh, definitely the one character, <laughs> uh, Sean Pence, Sean Pence Piccoli, you know, doing his, yeah. his, uh, kind of California surfer dude. Whoa. 
Hey, bro, how's it doing, man? Yeah. Exactly. I mean, it's and it's just uh, that take you know th- that they had this idea to to have you know I don't know if their friend really talked like this. It, so this is their friend, like 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 their number one, you know, almost like, like their fifth Weezer it <laughs> Weezer writer. Yeah. You know, um, similar to Fifth Beetle, um, uh, Carl Koch <laughs> or Coke K O C H. I don't know if I've ever heard his I'm name go said. Coke personally. Uh-huh. Um, sure. Or Koch. Koch. Okay. Um, yeah. So d- he does the uh, he does the the happier friend, right? The the. the yeah, I'm pretty movie. sure. Yeah. Okay. You know. And, and, yeah. and like I like I said, uh, I mean, it's it's the other one is uh, Matt Sharp, and that's you know as a member of band of the band, um, doing that. He's definitely the one I, I I I know I've seen doing most of this this similar this this talking, kind of like all I think like all by himself, like mm-hmm. kind of taking both parts on, you know, and 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 really fairly hard to hear as well. I think when they're, when they're playing live, yeah. Well, and the first couple of times you know listening to it, it's yeah, it, you don't really know. Because it, it is kind of drowned mm-hmm. out by that music, so you kind of get that yeah. you're that you're at the party feeling, you know, almost uh-huh. like you're kind of a bystander in this. Uh, and I think that that's a pretty smart move, in my opinion. I think that uh-huh. was uh, that was pretty that's pretty cool. Uh, and actually, it was uh, Matt Sharp is the is the surfer guy. Oh, just right. kind of looking on. Yeah. Um, Carl okay. Koch is the uh, yep. is the depressed guy. Because looking on further in the lyrics with uh, the second part, Carl's back. Yeah. So, so let's okay. So, you know how I I don't know half the time what they're saying in Weezer songs. Yeah, right. <laughs> this is definitely one of those songs where I have no clue what the hell they're talking about. Really? Um, yeah, especially the first couple of times I listened right. to it. Um, you know, even recently, uh, you know, I'm like, what the heck is he saying? The but the verses are just like two word fragments, you know. Yeah, and, the, the, yeah, those parts, right? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. The, yeah. Those. Well, parts, the only one uh, of those that I had an issue, I've ever had an issue with. And I still, when I sing along with it, I still say it, even though I know it's. I'm pretty sure I know it's supposed to be the other thing, but it's the mm-hmm. it's the maybe. I, I I've always heard maybe. Maybe. Yep. Yeah. See, and that's, I, that's I, the only one I know. I know I've known all the rest for so long. Well, um, it it was one of those. I'm like, there's yeah. no way that's what they're saying, you know, because <laughs> yeah. I listen to it. It's like that. But that sounds like nonsense. And then I look at the lyrics. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. that actually is uh, what they're saying. So, um, you know, t- to me, this this song is a lot about, um, you know, the friend who is depressed, who's, you know, trying mm-hmm. to, you know, be all right. Uh, it's it's a song about depression, I feel like. Um, and the I mean, the verses are kind of nonsense. But when you kind of when you think about it, it's almost like he's questioning himself, like almost even <laughs> does he exist or not? Yeah. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, and then especially the second verse where. It's like, oh my god, he! I just blew it, you know, with this with this cute girl, and 
you know, oh no, it go, it gone, bye bye. Um, but yeah, it's uh, so so the it go, it gone. You know, I mean that's that's his the possibilities of of being with the girl, right? Right. Yeah, that that's how think? I read it. Yeah, I mean, there's I think there's the underlying pretext that it could also be a kind of. <laughs> You know, it's it's of a much more right there in your face of a sexual nature, right? You yeah, know? yep. It, let me just—I'll just put it on the front sheet. Erection going going away. <laughs> oh no! I didn't even think of that. No, you had. Oh, you hadn't even gotten that far. Okay, you were with me to a I, point, but then I took it the next right because yeah, I was yeah. thinking you're just like, oh, it's you know, we're seeing Pinkerton Rivers a little bit being uh-huh. a sexist, but no, I really like your theory a lot better that he's talking about his ding dong and it's going bye bye. Well, I think I think it's the multiple meanings, multiple layers. Oh yeah, too. for it's, sure. You know. Um and then he's so embarrassed. You know, I I think I think that fits better, especially with the latter half of the the, yeah, the verse, you know. I think I sink and I die. It's mm-hmm. he's dying of embarrassment, but <laughs> so the the sweater metaphor Mm-hmm. Um, Rivers heard it when he was taking a psych class um, in college so his professor said you know he's talking about thesis statements I think is what it was mm-hmm. um, and that you know it's it's like a you know, a good thesis is like a sweater you know you pull on it yeah. and as you walk away you should be able to be pulling the rest of the paper along with it oh. um yeah, and so I think that's kind of cool that he had the, uh, you know, he found he heard this in a psych class, and then it's also a song kind of about mental illness and everything. Um, yeah, of course, this was uh, to to me before. It's like, oh, it's the funny sweater song, you know, mm-hmm. oh, he's laying uh, naked on the floor in his mm-hmm. skivvies. Well, that's that's the only other part of the lyrics that I ever had any issue with, and I didn't I didn't know it until this, <laughs> until really? doing this, and and it's and it's and it's the it's 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 also it's because it's the layered, it's the two it's the two different singers, Rivers and it's probably Matt Sharp, maybe I'm guessing, I'm not sure which which are the other singers, um, back backup singers in a sense, you know, one is singing "If You Want to Destroy My Sweater" for the very last outro. Yeah, bit. Yep. You know, and the other one right over top of it, it's I don't want to destroy your tank top. And then the back to the rivers, probably maybe, I don't know, uh, pull the strings. I walk away and the other one, let's be friends and just walk away. And then finally, back to the repeated, repeated mm-hmm. part that we've heard before. Watch me and rival. I'll soon be naked. But right over that, it's I hate to see you lying in there in your Superman skivvies. I never knew that the, the, the that the that the word destroy your tank top was in there. Yep, I never that, that I didn't get either. Hear it well enough, nor Superman Skivvies. I would not have ever known that that uh, Rivers would have written a line about Superman. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, that was. Uh, I think I'm aware of any other song of theirs that uh, he's ever kind of alluded to. Uh, any other superheroes besides a couple coming up and a right, couple yeah. songs from now. Um, yeah, and I was thinking about this other word because you know we're both big Star Wars fans, mm-hmm. um, and I'm like, I wonder if Weezer's ever talked about Star Wars. And I popped in Pacific Daydream, and there's a line, um, okay, cool, you know, yeah. about being on the ice fields of Hoth, and I'm like, oh, hey, cool. Um, but no, I got the Superman Skibbies part. It was the destroy your tank top that I, okay, I never knew. I thought it was something, you know, 
uh, I think it was, I thought it was sweater again, you know, but yeah, mm-hmm. but these guitar solos in this yeah, song that's, that's are a big thing. top notch. Oh yeah. Um, uh, and the, especially there at the end, like I used to really hate that last crashing bit where okay. everything's kind of falling apart. But then thinking about it with, you know, my my theory that this is about depression, I'm like, oh, my God, that totally works. You know, like he's he's got he's on this he's riding almost high all night and then he he's slowly coming down and crashing, you mm-hmm. know. Um, but anyway, do those uh the solos for sure are like the best part of the song well in the way that really ends i mean because that's that's how the, that's how the whole song is ending is this guitar solo but then it it, it segues into uh the piano uh, a piano kind of the the real crash that's going on then is is um some really crazy piano um uh, uh strikes or i don't know what you want to call it um but my my understanding was that i found out that um again that's carl uh, Coke that uh, mm-hmm. played at least some of that kind of piano bits. You know, I mean, there, there's the there's the one that kind of is is the is the run of your finger across the whole board, or, or most of it at least. Um, yeah, there is that little bit of a at the very almost very 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 end. It, it makes me so uncomfortable that mm-hmm. bit. No, and it, it does it so well. Um, you know, kind of think thinking about it with all that in mind. It's just, it's a, uh, yeah, it's re- it, it's a really really great bit. Um, and the uh, the drums, by the way, um, that drum beat from the uh-huh. beginning that you mentioned, right? Um, it's also used in Beverly Hills. Oh. Um, and so during their live shows, a lot of times they'll do this and Beverly Hills kind of looping together. Yeah. Yeah, kind of going. They go going back and forth for mm-hmm. on some of the verses, you know. Kind of, yeah. Because because I've definitely seen that. Like one of the, like almost. I feel like I've seen it a couple times more recently with Africa, who they might have been. But the very first time I ever was at a concert where someone did something similar to what you're, I think you're talking about, was um uh, uh it was either uh Pavement or um the lead singer himself after they broke up, Stephen Malcolmus, who went like went back and forth between um. Um, one of their songs and like a the Shell Crow, like a Shell Crow song or something. <laughs> so someone else's song, not not two of his own, but yeah, one of theirs and and some more pop type song. I mean th- th- those, but again, those solos. I mean, it's. I mean, r- r- right for the first one is what I, where I noted. I mean, this this a lot of times solos have. I, I feel like you know have some really really good mimicking of um the melody of, of the of the most you know um most pop catchy melody of the song and the and the, mm-hmm. and the solo mainly mimics it, but can go off on its own a little bit. You know, make you know, create some new riffs in it, but what have you. Um, but for this one, I mean, I'm awfully sure if anyone else, if anyone out there knows better than this, but it just seems to me like this solo, it is just off on its own in its own world. It is just this, 
you know, hey, I mean, this is a solo. I'm doing a solo, and it's awesome. <laughs> I don't care right, what you yeah. think. <laughs> um, kind yeah. of, kind of a sound, kind of this, you know, something, something out of another world to me. And I'm, I'm like, I've, like I think I've mentioned, kind of recently, previously, I'm, I do play a little guitar myself, but mm-hmm. nothing, nothing that I would ever think I'd ever get paid for. <laughs> Not nothing professional, <laughs> very amateurishly. Like. Um, the only other big thing I'd, I'd like to actually mention was is for the, um, you know, the, the beginning, the the first verse where it's I me me be. I mean, it's knowing that that's what he's saying at some point, you know, and it's just it, it kind of clicked for me that, you know, uh, something with the Beatles uh, that's I think kind of similar is from I am the Walrus, and in that song, um, you know, it's. I am me as you are. He as you are, we, and we are all together. Now that kind of, that has a flowing to it in my mind. You know, it's, it's not as, as what this is. This is more, um, uh, uh, stuttered in a sense, maybe I think, you know, it's, it's yep. just, it's just more clipped. Yep. You That's know, exactly I'm what me, I was going to say. Maybe da da. Da, da, you know, whereas the other one is, but it's got these similar, it's, it's, it's usually an I, the words I and me a lot in it, it seems like to me. And that just reminds me of that, that, uh, initial, um, initial opening, um, lyrics, vocals, um, unlike the, 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 the spoken word part, you know, that's, this is the, uh, initial, uh, lyrics. And that was the initial lyrics for I'm the walrus that, uh, John Lennon says, I am, I am me. You are we, you are we. Yeah. So, uh, what, what out? What you got? Anything else on the the song proper? Um, I think. Well, the only other thing I think I missed was on the on the um the, for the spoken word stuff. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's um the 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 happy dude, as you said, uh, is mixed on the right. Oh, I think so. Is that right? Oh yeah, and and the other one is mixed on the left. Yeah, but they're on the they're on separate channels. Right, separate channels. Uh, when you so when you if you're only listening with one headphone in or something, then you're only going to get half of it, which would be unfortunate. <laughs> half a conversation. Hopefully, um, it's uh, you know the one where people he says a little bit more instead of yep, uh huh, yeah, right, <laughs> all right, right. Um, but so then the only other thing is is that you know the spoken word comes back in. After oh, the yeah. after the first yeah. chorus, and at that point, it's a girl and the and and not the happy dude, but you know, um, mm-hmm. it's our main character <laughs> um, in a sense. Sad Carl, yeah, and that's um, the so the girl is uh, uh, Michael Allen, um, who is 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 uh, is the title for another song of the. Uh, b-sides i believe and on the deluxe edition of the blue album oh here. cool yeah i did not know that i'm learning yeah so we do also have a music video to talk about and i have a lot to say about this music okay. video. Mm-hmm. uh so it was their first one 
um, and everybody looks like a dork. <laughs> I mean, okay. like Pat's got these weird wire rim glasses. Uh, Rivers Cuomo, he looks like uh, like Coconut Head from Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide. Are you familiar with that reference? No, I don't know that one. <laughs> okay, uh, so it, it was the it was this Nickelodeon show, um, mm-hmm. you know, when I was growing up, and it the, the Coconut Head had this haircut that looked like you just put a coconut on his head and cut like a bit out for the for like the face part, um, mm-hmm. and just kind of uh, kind of like a bowl cut, but like bigger. And that's what that's what uh, Rivers reminded me of. But um, I I had no clue this was a music video to begin with. Um, like I didn't know mm-hmm. that Undone had one. But um, it's it is it is just strange, and you can kind of tell that they were they were so fed up with it afterward. Um, you know, playing the same bit over and over and over again, um, and that's why Pat is especially acting like a like a goofball. Um, and, uh, the last little fun fact that I have about that, one of the dogs pooped on Pat's bass pedal. So there we go. Fun fact. Well, and, and with this being their, you're saying it's their first video. Well, it was, Mm -hmm. so that's the only other thing is that it was their first single that, yeah, you know, is doing the odd thing that, that versus what we'll do later on in this, uh, this whole show um, you know, it's it, it's a it's a first single that came out after the album, whereas I mean, so many initial, at least the initial one single, first single for an album, will usually come out before the album, <laughs> um, and then maybe even sometimes the second single will come out before the album, but then the album will come out, and then maybe like a third or more singles come out after it. Um, but but in this case, all I think all I think it's a total the total of uh, the three singles I think uh, all came out in the subs subsequent weeks or maybe even months um, after this album came out. So that's why we're doing it in this order, uh, this exact order of the album track listing. But I believe if we're, if we, if we stick to it, we can cut this out if we decide not to, if we want to decide not to. Um, but you know, that's, that's the way I've, I've, we've, I've done the order and we've, you know, uh, is to have the, uh, when there are singles that come out before the album. Yeah. Yeah. They, uh, what we'll do those first. Yeah, I was looking at the track list and I saw that yeah. El Scorcho was before everything mm-hmm. else. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. That's that's the so way we it does, heard it so. back in the day, if if we if we were attuned well enough to, to Weezer, which as I've said before, I was not. Well. But I've I've gotten much more attuned and am aware of you know when when the recent Teal and Black albums came out and some of the others yeah, too, yeah. along the way, Red Album and so forth. I certainly was aware, although I didn't mm-hmm. run out right away and buy those because there was rumblings that they weren't weren't as good. Weezer kind of sucked then. I'll admit it. Like mm-hmm. Weezer and Star Wars fans, they're like these two cross sections where yeah. it's like, yes, yeah. we recognize that not all of it is good, <laughs> but we still love them just yeah. the way they are. Yeah. Um, and then there's the really toxic people on both ends, but you know. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, that's all I've got for this one. Um, mm-hmm. So, I have been dying to hear your rating for this. Well, song. actually, well, well, first there there is the oh, cover okay. stuff that I oh I think right I yeah sorry sorry the table, and you know as far as released this this there's something else going on here besides just released songs. Um, they're they're essentially 
there's, there's just like five songs, five, five bands, artists that have released it. Three of them, three or four of them are all those, those, the rockabye baby and that stuff. But the, the one that, the one that's of, I think of importance is uh, Dr. No, and that's K N O W, not N O like James Bond villain. Right. And uh, apparently they, they came up with they, this Dr. No band punk band that began as a Nardcore band. And Nardcore because they're from Oxnard, California. Gotcha. So they're they're considered the founding fathers of of that type of punk of Nardcore. Yes, Nardcore. Not to be confused with Nard Dog. Location, right? <laughs> um. Okay, but big tuna. Um. <laughs> oh boy. Um. Any anybody else of note? So, so that's all for the release stuff. Gotcha. But you got, you know what? This 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 song, I think, out of the first five that we've done here, is just crazy. I found crazy notes on live covers, though, because and 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 the big one for me is, uh, and 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 Weezer's touring with them later this year. Weezer, Dave Grohl. They've done it, and they've even, and it's actually what it's actually not really uh, Foo Fighters that have done it, but it's it's, it's Dave Grohl himself uh, joining yeah. the band. So apparently they, you know, it was on on the Foozer tour. <laughs> so, they, so so they've actually they've they've done a tour together before 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 this uh, later this year in 2019. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's the one song that uh, he joined joined Weezer. Um, so that's in a sense maybe a cover because he was he helped uh, he came up and uh, did that, but yeah. but also because uh, they toured with them. The Fray apparently have done it, and Off Offspring. So a lot, a few big names here, I'd say. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah. Well, and uh, the uh, on that tour they would invite a fan up to play the acoustic okay. part, yeah. mm-hmm. um, you know, and then on at the end of the the tour. Um, Dave Grohl did, and yeah. yeah, I thought that was that was a pretty cool thing. Like how I would love to be that person mm-hmm. who got called up, uh, you know, mm-hmm. and and a few more like the Bloodhound Gang, and it's apparently it's with a mix of Wu Tang's "Ain't Nothing to F With," <laughs> um, and also and also Titus Andronicus. I've 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 uh, gotten a little bit into them over the past few years. I've, I've, um, but then, then the flaming lips have, have, have actually performed it. It's a concert. really popular so another, song. Yeah. That's another uh, big one for me and a few others here and there, but uh, I'm not going to go through every single one of them, but those were the ones that right. certainly stood out for me. And I was just surprised that, yeah, it's like you just said, it's, it's just a popular song for, you know, some of these bigger bands to, uh, if they're going to do a Weezer song, they, they go to this one, it seems like. Yeah, which, you know, I, I would think that Buddy Holly would really be, especially, I mean, if we're if we're yeah. sticking to just this yeah. album, uh, you know, like yeah. Buddy Holly, I feel like, was the breakout hit. Um, and maybe that's why they, oh, they yeah. chose to do Undone, because it's, you know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's in between, like. you know, a, I mean, well, again, it's the first single, but it's it's also, it definitely wasn't the, breakout hit like you yeah said, you know buddy holly yes definitely in my mind the way i think about it it's it's the one that your mom probably knows 
you know, and, and, and there's a good, good for good reason because of, because of the, uh, happy days connection video. Yeah. Um, okay. So, yeah. Right. So you were asking I'm, about rating. Yes. I am so excited to hear yours. This is going to be a 10 for me. I don't know if you got that feeling from. No, I couldn't tell at all. It was right there. And, and like, I, like I've said before, there is, there is one. I'm pretty sure there is one other when we get to it mm-hmm. here from this album that will be just as high, but I'm, I'm going right there. I'm, I'm, I'm filling, I'm filling the void. I'm, I don't have any more wiggle room to go any higher, but this go this this uh needs to be you know when we get all done you know with you know how many tens will I have ten this maybe roughly I would have to guess and so this is gonna be one of them I uh so what's what's your take I'm not, not, not as excited yeah, yeah no yeah. uh I, I, I I'd go with uh you know if I had to if I had to do like a half I'd say a six and a half you know oh, yeah well. um. Which I mean, that's still you know that's passing. It's a D, but it's still oh, passing. Yeah. Um, you know, I if I'm just going through the album and you know wanting to listen to my favorite bits, I skip. I'd skip no one else, obviously. Uh, and then like this one is, uh, eh, I'm not in the mood for it. Maybe I'll skip it. Or you know, if especially uh-huh. if I'm listening to something on shuffle and it pops up, I'm just like, I I'm not in the mood for that. So I skip it i'm sorry <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sorry man i like it it's a good song it's just yeah. not it's not one of my favorites but that's the beauty of opinions yeah now you're dead to me um <laughs> but oh and the neat little neat little thing i just did because i uh got it set up before we recorded I just uh, I plugged it into my into the spreadsheet and I did the average, eight point two five. That we'll be doing that from now on. I hope. Oh yeah, <laughs> giving That's... the instant feedback of what what are between the two of us, <laughs> and and in the future, the three of us. You know, sometimes when we right, yes. Um, so if um, I, I guess you got anything else to say about? Yeah, that? I think I think I'm good. All right. So uh, like Eric was saying, though, we will be taking guests so uh right now we're looking at having maybe some people for pinkerton so if you have any uh any de- burning desire to talk about get you um or any song in the future feel free shoot us an email um at feels like weezer at gmail.com um or you can talk about it in our the the feels like weezer listener society on facebook mm-hmm. um you know, we would be happy to to talk with you and get you get you on for a future episode. So um, get you on. <laughs> that was a good one. I really appreciate it. Um, so again, uh, I'm Zach Franklin Smith. You can follow me at the Informal Log on Twitter. And I was Eric Nash. You can find me at, at Lucky Mustard and and my other shows, uh, Watchmen Minute and Almost Famous Minute. All right, and we'll. Uh, We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Maybe. 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 (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. 
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 